Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King. Rule the day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very exciting and very musical episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people, where we talk about issues in the blindness community. Hey, I'm Aaron Richmond, by the way. Aaron's Opinion can be heard anywhere you get a, basically anywhere you get a podcast, from Apple to Spreaker to Spotify, you name it, we're probably there. You can also find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter, on Facebook, or even find us on Patreon. So you're probably wondering, who was that? Who are you who just played that piano? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Santon. Um, I was born in St. Petersburg, Russia. I moved to the U.S. when I was just about one and a half years old. It was on, When I moved to the U.S., it was November 1992, but I was born on June 27th, 1991, and um, I'm a musician. And I'm blind from birth. Well, okay then. Well, really good. Um, so how did, so I mean, for the first part of the hour, first half of the show tonight, I want you to uh, walk us through, um, you know, how you, how you got into music in the first place. Well, it started when I was just about, a, when I was just a little baby. I was about like three and a half years old. Uh, my and I, I had to take private piano lessons with the with my teacher who was retired from Perkins School for the Blind, Adele Trico. If you don't know who Adele Trico, I'll I'll say it again. She was my piano teacher from Perkins School for the Blind. So, um, when did you start attending the Perkins School for the Blind? Well, since uh, since I was just a child, I attended Perkins School for the Blind. Okay. It's so like three and a half. All right. It's like three and a half. So, so you started attending that school from the age of three and a half years old. Is that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true. That's All right. True. All right. Good. Good. I yeah. I I, I understand. Um, and um, can can you tell our listeners maybe if they happen to be sighted, which most people here on Aaron's opinion are blind like us, but we do have some sighted listeners. So yes, why? Why would you, why, why were you sent to the, to the Perkins School for the Blind? Try to give more information and teach people about this. Um, for that matter, um, when, when we were in, okay. So for those of you who are listeners, um, when, I was just a, when I was just a kid in Russia, the doctors um, were, or should I say, my mom was discharged from the hospital when I was just with a healthy boy, healthy son. I mean, the doctors in Russia 
were saying that they don't, they did not even start teaching music when I was, until um, I reached nine years old. But this was the final straw. I moved, I was moving, it, it was their final straw. But I moved to, so we moved to the US. And this came about when I was just a little boy, uh, starting at age three and a half years old, taking piano lessons with Adele Tritko. That's my preschool age. And what is the first piece that you learned how to play on the piano or the first, the first real piece that you can say that was the first time you really, okay. you know, be, mm -hmm. you, are you talking about when I was just a kid? Sure. Or maybe one of the first pieces you have ever played. Yes. I was playing, you know, I played classical music. Um, I played classical music to start with, but first I started with Suzuki book one. If you don't know what Suzuki method, it is a teaching method for learning music by ear it, or playing music by ear, or if I could say that. So first right. song- Playing by ear, yes. Yeah, it's ma mainly playing by ear, but I don't actually read sheet, mu sheet music, but I mainly play things by ear. That's excellent. Yeah, I played the flute for many years and I remember doing a lot by ear at, at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are some of your favorite pieces to play? Uh, some of my favorites. I could think of, let's say, if I was about to play, uh, I could think of um, the Gymnopédie by Satie. That would, that's just a beautiful, relaxing piece. Well, let's hear that one if you want. Okay, so mm -hmm. let's, let's get right here.
reporter, Jojo Fletcher to fill in for Chris Harrison as Bachelorette post after Harrison forced to re-enter quarantine. That was, that was just uh, my uh, Apple computer speaking. Voice over off. Here we go. That is uh, fine. I'm, we're, we in the audience, we're, we're used to that. We're used to voiceover in interrupting us from, from time to time. Mm-hmm. I had to turn off voiceover because of the- That is fine. Intro. Um, by the way, <clears throat> so Jimna PD, I didn't actually learn it with Adele, but I learned it with, a, with another piano teacher. His name is Igor Tkachenka. If you don't know who he is, who he is he's a composer, contemporary composer, and uh, my former piano teacher. Hmm. Very good. No, the, these piano teachers I would not have heard of. So mm -hmm. I have been like, I have been playing piano, like, just like I said, when I was just three and a half. So I attended Perkins School for the Blind till 2013. And then first of all, Berkeley came about, started in 2010. So I did like a four year study until um, I graduated summa cum laude in 2014. So 2014 is- Congratulations to you. Oh, thanks, thank you. So I graduated Berkeley College of Music with summa cum laude. Earlier in 2013, I graduated Perkins School for the Blind. What can you tell um, our listeners at home about attending um, you know, Berkeley School of Music? I, I think they would be extremely interested in hearing yeah, all about that. Yeah, so I have attended uh, Berkeley College. Uh, first of all, it started with five-week ensemble on violin. Uh, then I was like, so it started like violin session, five-week on, on um, damn, I can't speak right now. Uh, five it's week. all right, you're, do, you're doing fine. Take your time, no worries. Five-week program at Berkeley College of Music. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was only a five-week program, not like a year program. Um, then in 2010, I did a piano uh, program, or not, not, not program, it's a piano classes, not like piano concert itself, but it's a class I'm doing. I've been doing classes at Berklee College of Music, especially ensemble classes, private piano lessons, uh, well, just to name a few. Um, were there other blind students at the Berkeley College of Music while you were there, just out of curiosity? And by, so in 2010, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting off topic. No uh, problem. No worries. 2007, my parents took me to this five-week program. So I was with my mom and dad as an assist, as assistance. But in 2010, when I was just a, when I was just a, a secondary student at the Perkins School for the Blind, the, the staff from uh, one of the cottages uh, took us to Berkeley College of Music. So we took a taxi down there to um, the school. Oh, I, I see. I, I'm, I, I'm a little, I'm slightly confused because for some reason, I thought Perkins was a place in Massachusetts. Yes, it is a place in Massachusetts. It's in Watertown. Right, and I thought, so, but then, okay, but I thought Berkeley College of Music was in California. No, what oh. I'm saying, Berkeley College of Music, Berkeley College of Music is located in Boston. Oh, oh, I am, I am sorry, my friend. For some reason, for, for some reason, I thought Berkeley was in California. I, I don't know why I thought that, but. So, it's Berkeley College of Music 
in right. Berkeley University. So there are two of them. So, so first what I'm saying is Berkeley College of Music. Mm-hmm. But number two is Berkeley University. So just to put emphasis on the word but, but there, there are two. <laughs> so like I said, there were two um, schools. One is Berkeley College in Boston, which is uh, not far from Malden where I live. <laughs> Probably not. Well, d- d- depends on traffic though. Right, right. Okay, I see, I see. So once you got to Berkeley College, um, t- tell, us, w- tell us what happened, you know, when you got into these classes. T- tell us all about it. Um, like I said, in, the, in, in, the, in 2007, I believe we had like, I had like a five-year, uh, no, five-year, five-week <laughs> program for violin, but I didn't actually do piano in 2017, but it was only violin. And um, later in this, in uh, 2010, I didn't do violin because it's, um, I, oh, I can't remember how I can explain this, but I just, I, I mean, I love violin, but um, I started um, my piano session. Okay. So you decided to go with piano, I, to play the piano. Yes, yeah? I decided to go with piano. It's just like long time I lose in. I've been like losing interest. That was a long time ago. But after after my um, piano studies, I have my I had my violin teacher. If you don't if you know if you don't know who Kyoko is, Kyoko was actually is Japanese is a Japanese violin teacher. Well, first of all, when I was just a little boy at age nine, I took um, violin classes. So I was like, I want to take violin classes, but my well, my parents asked me if I want to give up piano or to add to piano. So I was like, okay, I'm going to add violin to piano. <clears throat> so I completed my Suzuki um, methods for violin until like age 17, to say. By, by the way, can do you have the violin with you? It is upstairs, but... Right. Would you would you like to play one piece on it? Because I think our our viewers might want to hear you play the violin a little bit. Uh, I think so. Let's do. Okay, I'll be back. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, guys, this is this is really good. You know, when I was going through school, while while he's gone upstairs to get his violin, um, I you know I I played the flute for many years. I think it's really important for blind people or really anyone actually to play an instrument. I think it really, really helps with confidence. It really helps you to get out there, you know, and I would say the same is true about podcasting. I think podcasting has really, really helped me um, to, to, you know, to open up to people and to, and to have an easier time, you know, talking, talking to people here, here he comes, I think. I'm coming. Guys, I'm coming here. That's fine. I was just talking. No, no worries. No worries. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you like to play for us on the violin? There are a lot of songs I could think of. So I will play... Let's do, okay, hang on, hang on just a second. I'm going to smile in here. 
as well play a piece by the composer named Seitz, spelled S A no S E I T Z. The, the concerto number two, which was actually in the Suzuki book four. So, okay, here we go. So it goes. That's that's all right. That's all right, my friend. That's all right, my friend. Can you? That that was still that was still magnificent. That was still very very cheerful. That reminds me of the Mozart concerto that I used to play on the flute years ago. Very upbeat, very cheerful. Really. Um, uh, can you play any national anthems on the violin? I always think that national anthems can sound incredible on a violin. Can you play any? There you go. Great. Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't 
I was not going to ask. I I'm not going to lie to you, Santon. I I love that Russian anthem. Every time I hear that, that's one of one definitely one of my favorites. It became but, a meme for sure. It became it, viral. Yeah. It came what? It became a internet meme. <laughs> Even though it became viral. <laughs> it's uh, okay. My my favorite anthem because French is my second language. I'll 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 push I'll push you for one more. Can you give me La Marseillaise? Yeah, La Marseillaise. But fun fact, the 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 whole like every composer uh, referenced Marseillaise, including Schubert. Well, he does the you know. Does a little bit of a reference to Marsilius. So I'm going to play this song called Two Grenadiers. Oh, I can't remember. So hang on a sec. Let's do no There you go. You know what else is incredibly, incredibly beautiful um, on the on the violin? Uh, and incredibly sad to hear it, but it's so perfect. Um, oh, okay. Have you seen the movie? This will get us off off course a little bit. Have you seen the movie called Schindler's List? No, 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 not at all. I haven't seen it. Okay. No, no matter. Um, so really good. So what made you, what made you transition from the violin to the piano? It's just an, it's like, I, I thought in addition to this uh, instrument, like I said before, first of all, aside from, uh, from that, I, in 2001, I believe, I went to Iceland. Mm. I went to Suzuki exchange program and um, that was, that was for violin but not piano. This was actually the Suzuki uh, violin exchange program. So there is this lady who was, my who was my former violin teacher. Her name is Vicky Citrin. She taught me some Suzuki method in, her in the Suzuki studio in Somerville. And now uh, Vicky moved to, well, and now Vicky moved to um, Schoenberg. I think it was maybe Vermont or New Hampshire. I think it's part of Massachusetts. But <clears throat> yeah, I have been uh, playing violin for quite a while. So good, so good, awesome, awesome, loving this, loving this. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, let's. Um, what are some of your other other favorite pieces on on the violin? Let's do let's say Oblivion by Piazzolla. Hey, hang on, just let me let me reset for a second.
piece was by Piazzola, Astor Piazzola. Great. Yeah, this one is called Oblivion. It's a, uh, well, Piazzola is, uh, he, was an, he was an Argentine tango composer, more mm. modern Argentine tango. Right. I, oh, I, so is, is, that, is that composer from Argentina? Yes, he's oh. Argentine. Okay, he's he's Argentinian, right? And okay. Mm -hmm. For most of you, Argent for most of you, um, Argentine tango dancers. I see, I see. I mean, well, so first of all, uh, aside from the violin playing and piano playing, so I have played with the Boston Tango Orchestra. The Boston Tango Orchestra is the um, like a a group which is organized, which was conducted by Leo Carney, a friend of ours whom we know at our tank from uh, the former Artango now Fernanda Gui Dance Academy. Uh, Fernanda Gui is uh, a dancer and um, tango teacher. Well, sorry if I got off topic here, but uh, BTO. That is fine, that is fine. So BTO is basically, you know, it's our orchestra, but it's like either five piece and sometimes additionally a six piece, like a sextet almost. Um, we play a variety of like compositions that like are mostly Argentine tango, like older tango pieces, let's say. Um, I mean, <clears throat> the thing is the tango from the 19, I believe, 40s to like 30s. Like many groups, including Juan D'Arienzo, Francisco Canaro, there are different types of, uh, well, to name a few of the Argentine tango conductors. Great. Yeah, I would think as far as um, South America, or perhaps you call it, you know, or, or Latin America, however you put it, probably Argentina has the highest, I would imagine that Argentina has the highest number of orchestras and musicians, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. But here, right. yeah, there is like the highest number of musicians. But, but we, mainly, we mainly play for social gatherings called milongas. The milonga is uh, not only a dance, but a party for tango dancers. Right. So like a, a social gathering where maybe you can have something to eat and dance and socialize and yeah, things like that. There's still like dancing with a partner and then uh, when the cortina starts, you're changing uh, partners. Right, so I see. You can just say see. thank you after, after each third, like each canda. The mm -hmm. canda more like, um, <clears throat> it's like each song played by the same orchestra and some, yeah, they kind of switch different types of orchestras. Like, you know, I've been mentioning a lot of that. <laughs> right, definitely. <clears throat> well, so good, so good. Um, we have until our break, until our, until our commercial that I do, we have about two minutes. Do you have a little two minute thing you can play on the piano before I have to kind of interrupt for a break? Okay, let's see any, any other pieces that I've been playing. Let's start, let's do, uh, hang on, hang on just a second. Let me just, sure. touch. let's do the song. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
So by the way, my name is Aaron Richmond. You're listening to a very, very musical concert this evening on Aaron's Opinion. This is so good. So glad you could stop by tonight. Um, uh, so um, let me just tell you that he's, he's Santon. He is a blind musician. Um, as he explained to me, he did not go to cal college in California, as I, as I was confused by. He went to college in Massachusetts. Um, and that, that was a magnificent, another magnificent piece that sounded, um, I recognize that. I don't know what that's called, but I've certainly the heard song that. It's called Flor de Lino there, by Hector Stamponi. It, perfect. Well, there you go. On the, right, right. So let's, let's say that if you're on the radio, you can take a break. So we'll be right back. By the way, Santon, I have a very important question that has absolutely nothing to do with music. Do you love coffee? Um, coffee, not really, I, I don't actually drink coffee, but I mainly drink tea with milk and sugar. Well, that is, well, that is, that is, that is very helpful because Aaron's opinion is brought to you by Blended Joe LLC, a coffee company, not a tea company, but a coffee company, <laughs> um, B-L-E-N-D-E-D-J-O-E.com. If you want fruit in your coffee, if you want chocolate, vanilla, if you want a, a light roast, a medium roast, a dark roast, decaf. Hey, maybe you want to buy coffee that helps a charitable cause that you support. Well, at Blended Joe, they're a supporter of Aaron's opinion for sure. Um, I don't know what they're going to give Santon because he won't drink their coffee. So I don't know what we'll have to do about that. But that's fine. That's fine. You're allowed to drink tea um, with milk and sugar. That's, I think, I think we can accept that. Sure. From, from now until the end of the month, 20% off. So you might want to try coffee. 20% off, man. 20% off until the end of the month. Promo code Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at checkout. If you're on your couch listening to this beautiful music or if you're on the go, I guarantee you'll love every zip from Blended Joe. What else would you like to play for us tonight? You're just on a roll with a lot of these very entertaining pieces. Yeah, just a second. Can sure. I will play a, a song called Theme from a Summer Place Designer. Thank you. 
gold. That was a good, that was perfect. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good. <clears throat> and um, what next? Okay, this next song I'm going to play for you is a release by Beethoven. I think you may, you may recognize this one. Light of the Bumblebee, if you wouldn't mind. I may not, I may not know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that yeah. one, yes. <laughs> that's okay. fine, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> of course, with Beethoven, you also, my favorite Beethoven on the piano, no question. Even when I played the flute for years and years, one of my favorite pieces of classical music, without shadow of a doubt, Emperor Concerto by Beethoven. Wow, I've never, I never play. Uh, really? The third, that nice third, I don't know what it's called, but the third movement of that, uh, the Emperor Concerto? Yeah, Emperor Concerto number three. Um, you know what, I might as well, I, I, can, I can easily learn things by ear. I mean, I could learn pieces by ear, just by, let's say, listening, listening to recordings, listening to one of the most famous performers that I can hear on YouTube, like, um, Evgeny Kishin, 
Svetoslav Richter, Richter and uh, lots of others, especially Arthur Rubinstein. Well, he plays Chopin pieces. Right, but I was just thinking of um, that last, you know, that last powerful movement of the of the Emperor Concerto. I don't know for some reason. I think it's called the Emperor Concerto. I might. Yeah, be yeah. I, you're you're right about that. That's the Emperor. Yeah, and there's this one, and it's three beautiful movements. But that ending movement is just is just you know, there's pieces for the flute that are perfect. Well, that's that's the perfect. That's the meme for the piano. That's the perfectly written piece for the piano. No question. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> play some music. Can you play anything from kind of, let's give our listeners, some of our listeners are from the Caribbean, places like Jamaica and um, Jamaica. So can you play anything that kind of has that, that reggae vibe a little bit? Improvise a little, give me some reggae if you can. <laughs> Arguably one of the most recognizable. Yes, that's a really perfect, absolutely perfect. Annabelle song. That's what it's called. The what? This was called Deo Deo. That one. Yeah. That one. Yes, it probably is used in many commercials. Um, uh, what about um, th this one's a little bit? I mean, this one's a little bit less recognizable than that for most people. What about um, uh, Three Little Birds? Little birds. I don't know. I don't know that. That one. is fine. That is fine. It's a famous song from the. Oh, now my my Jamaican podcaster buddy. She's going to get on me about this. Um, it's a song from probably the fifties or sixties that has been reinterpreted. About a thing. That's a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 one. Never sang it, but I did not sing it, but I never played it. <laughs> I see. But for. For some reason, you know, for that, I, I have been playing at senior centers for quite a while before that vi virus struck. And right. this time I'm not playing at senior centers, but I'm trying to, you know, it's hard to just like find jump from music gigs when you, um, well, of course I've been doing senior centers, but like one, at one point I was working at, um, I was working as a musician at Opa's Kitchen and Bar. It's a, it was a Korean restaurant mm -hmm. that has been like in business for a while, but now it's out of business. Right. But I don't know why. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, can you play any Korean music? Any, any piano pieces that have a very Eastern or Asian feel? Asian feel. Okay, let's do this. 
or or Song, love song of Kanding. That's a Chinese type of song. Hmm. Okay. I I see. Hmm. Really good. Really good. Give us another one of your own uh, compositions. So I'll tell you my own composition. Um, here's my own composition is called okay. So I'm going to play the song called St. Petersburg, written by um, Emma Minshukova, a Russian poet. And it was translated by C.D. Collins. If you don't know who C.D. Collins is, she was a writer and spoken word artist. Well, by the way, no, no translation for sure, but um, I'm going to play um, this song. You might not understand, but let's listen if you can listen. So this is a song about my home city. Ты знаешь, Питер имеет душу. Там даже камни умеют слушать. Я приезжаю, и мне там лучше. И жить, и радоваться, и грустить. Его вода для меня живая. В его автобусах и трамваях Я от забот своих уезжаю, Чтоб теплый свет его ощутить. Ты знаешь, Питере проще верить, Что счастье есть, что открыты двери. Там нарисованы акварелью Мои расплывчатые мечты. Его проспекты уходят в небо, Отчасти слепо И сочиняю ему сонеты А он разводит свои мосты Ты знаешь, Питер, как мудрый старец Своими зельями исцеляет И исполняет свой странный танец Как ритуал был ковид. Mm -hmm. 
противоядия от дурмана. И эти воды затянут раны, И сердце больше не так болит. Yeah, perfect. That's a really beautiful song about St. Petersburg, definitely. Mm -hmm. It was written yeah. by Emma Minshikova. She's Russian, by the way. Right. And, mm -hmm. uh, I played it. Well, well, of course, I played it while C.D. Collins, if I remember telling you this, she's a writer and spoke, spoken word artist. She translated it into English. So I sang that in Russian, C.D. translated to, into English. And what is the general translation in a very general sense? It says that it's, you know that Peter has a soul. The rocks are about to, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how to translate that, you know? <laughs> so it's something about the spirituality and the identity of the city. Yes, it's like, it tells you, uh, um, I come here and it makes me feel better to live, to feel happy, and to uh, sadden. I, I, I don't know how, how it kind of It has a whole, uh, something to do with whole, I, I can't remember how, how to translate it. But this was the song I have created. So. Next. Next. We have, Santa, we have, you have nine minutes, by the way. Okay, so, nine minutes. Right. So when you, when you end, I want you to play a little bit of ragtime to get us out of here, is what I want, how I want to end. I think that would be a very... Yeah, it's nine minutes. So aside from doing music, I like to do windsurfing, skating, skiing, canoeing, tandem bicycling, swimming, 
and many others. You, you know, I like to do trapeze. Well, I of, yeah, I do a lot of trapeze tricks. You know. Well, very well, very good, very very nice. I also do adaptive personal training with a guy called Tom Shula. Tom Shula is uh, he's the art he's the um, like an artist. And when I say artist, he does like sculpting. And he also does adaptive personal training. Like at one point we went to the, we went to the YMCA just before that fire struck, but now I'm not going to the YMCA. I'm doing it through FaceTime uh, with him. I do a lot of push, like I do push-ups, planks, you name it. Okay, for that, um, so now should I start playing a red time? Well, how, how many, you know what, let me, I'm going to let you sign us off tonight by playing ragtime as much as you can for the next eight minutes. This, let me just sign off from here for me. Um, this will be the last time you hear me in this particular episode. He was Santin. This has been a musical, musical evening and musical concert. And um, as I like to say, Santin, take us out of here for the next eight minutes, ragtime, Play your heart out, and then I'll just turn off the recorder at 60 minutes for our station. But as I like to say, have a good day today, a great day tomorrow. Santin, go ahead. All right. One, two, one, two, three, four.
Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.